Welcome back to the Clear Your Mindset podcast, where we talk everything regarding downsizing your clutter, upgrading your lifestyle, and doing so through minimalism and other simple living practices. Um, first off, I just want to say thank you to all of the people that have been listening. I uh, I did this kind of more for myself, um, and also, you know, again, because my YouTube camera equipment wasn't exactly uh, the most functional. And uh, I've gotten some really wonderful feedback regarding this podcast. And uh, if you have any feedback that you want to give, you can always leave it on my website, which is uh, clearyourmindset.com. Or you can find me on pretty much most social media, like Instagram or even TikTok. So you can feel free to contact me there if you have any uh, requests. I will be getting to the requests in the next episode. But today I had noticed... Um, uh, an interesting trend that has been going on since quarantine uh, began for for those of you that are in quarantine or social distancing during COVID-19. And um, there's there's been a quite a few of these videos that are, are saying essentially getting rid of everything or getting rid of all of my stuff. And it's a lot of people that have um, recently discovered minimalism and they're excited to share it. But the other thing is, you know, what what's better than a clickbait title and saying that you're going to get rid of everything is a pretty great way to go. Um, and I've watched some of these videos. Some of them are great um, and they follow a lot of mindset tactics that I would always be suggesting to a new minimalist anyhow. Um, but some of them are, and I'm not going to name names. I don't want to be like calling people out. I don't think that's what I need to do. Um, but if you are someone who is a new minimalist or you are looking at minimalism and you're considering if it's something that you should be, uh, getting into and you're looking at all of the stuff that you want to get rid of, um, I wanted to talk a little bit more about that mindset and getting into minimalism. Um, I do on my website, I guess a plug for myself on my website, I have a free ebook that you can sign up for. It's called minimalist mindset for beginners. It's five questions that I always suggest someone asks themselves before they begin minimalism. And it's not questions like, what do you want to get rid of? It's more regarding the reasoning behind what you're doing and understanding your habits that have led you to have so much stuff to begin with, um, and really connecting with that desire for a better life. Minimalism is not about becoming a minimalist. That's kind of a silly motive for it or to just have a sudden release of letting go of all of your stuff and it's just a trendy moment of let's just go and get rid of everything for now and then I'll buy all the stuff back later. It's, I mean, people do that. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) That's why I'm making this uh, podcast. But um, for the most part, these kind of habits and behaviors are not beneficial to anyone, including yourself if you're someone who's considering just getting rid of everything because it just feels heavy at the moment and you just want to get rid of it and have a fresh start. I completely relate to this and I do these sorts of things regularly, but I have a mindset in place to make sure that I'm making the right decisions because the number one thing when I've been dealing with coaching uh, clients that are wanting to do you know extreme downsizing and decluttering in a short period of time um, often this is if they're say getting out of a relationship or they're starting a new job or something that requires you know moving within say three months or so I tend to work more closely with these clients just making sure that they make the right decisions in such a short notice. Sometimes they hadn't gone to me uh, first or they 
they've gone ahead with doing this declutter and uh, the number one thing that people end up having as a problem from getting rid of all of your stuff and you know uh, watching a YouTube video where someone got rid of all their stuff and now you're inspired to do the same and you just did it all in one go. The number one thing that people feel is regret. And I'm not trying to say this to justify the people that keep everything just in case because I don't agree with the idea of keeping everything just in case. I think that's related to an excuse of ambition, which I can get into maybe in a later podcast. But the the issue is that this is done with the intention of having less stuff and not with the intention of having a better life. There's no point in doing an action unless you think that action is going to create benefit. Doing the action just for looking like you did the action for, I don't know, for status or for, I don't know, feeling something, it usually does not result to something good, right? If you think about uh, if you jump into uh, a quick fling with someone. I know this is a more random direction to go in, but often when people jump into random quick flings and there's no idea of what your actual intention is and desire is, you feel empty when it's all over and done. And the same thing applies with minimalism. If you go ahead and get rid of everything you own just for the sake of having less, and then you don't really know what you wanted to begin with, then you kind of look back and go, oh, why did I get rid of this? Why did I get rid of that? So I always recommend having a clear motivation in mind, a clear reason, a clear goal. Um, Again, that's why, you know, most of my clients that I work with tend to be people who have a clear reason for why they're decluttering at such a quick rate, like having a new job, like moving to a new country, like leaving a relationship and starting over. And they have an idea of what the outcome is and who they are and what they do with their time, not what their place looks like, not how they decorate, you know, not what other people think of the stuff that they own, because these are superficial aspects. Looking at it from the perspective of, you know, for for myself, when I did my first big declutter, I had to move to Scotland with pretty much one month's notice. And uh, it had to become clear to me what was my life going to be like in Scotland. Now, there were plenty of factors I didn't know. I didn't know the apartment that I would be living in. I didn't know what area I'd be living in. I didn't know if I would be able to get a work visa. There were so many things I did not know. But still, based on that, I had to have some sort of conclusions for what I wanted. Um, Did I want to keep making YouTube videos? You know, at that time, yes. So I had to make sure that I had space for camera equipment. Did I want to pursue more art? Did I want to pursue, you know, different hobbies or aspirations or possible career paths and to keep those things rather than just getting rid of them in the moment Um, and making sure that you have that path so that when you come out on the other side of your decluttering uh, practices that you have something to keep doing. Uh, A lot of people will declutter and then they go, oh man, I have nothing left to declutter. Now what? The point of your decluttering wasn't to be decluttering. People can get addicted to it. I've had that problem myself. You can get addicted to letting things go because it's a great feeling of just feeling lighter and feeling that release. But the point of decluttering isn't 
for you to feel good just in the moment of decluttering. It's for you to feel good so you can pursue further things. And if you haven't planned your entire approach around the pursuit of something more important, something bigger in your life, then you're just going to be left feeling empty because you've let go of everything that you may or may not have been interested in. You didn't really think about what mattered to you. And then often that leads to repurchasing. And especially if you haven't done the practice on purchasing correctly, that can end up being just this cycle that I see some people in that get into minimalism where they get rid of everything and then they regret getting rid of everything. So they go and buy everything and then they regret buying everything. So they get rid of everything. And it's just this, it's this unfortunate cycle that um, can really be easily dealt with if you understand why you're letting go of things and why you're purchasing things. I think so much of the, the Western world's mindset when it comes to consumption is done without thought. It's done based on how marketing trains us in a way that's so subconscious and so based on what we believe our value is through others that we don't even really think about what is valuable to ourselves. Uh, and uh, I think that's something that I dealt with for easily the first 15 plus years of my life. Um, just because that was the the culture that I was raised in. I think that there's multiple cultures that are like this, but just especially in Western culture is where I find that this problem just comes up over and over and over. So if you're looking at um, getting rid of your things, get rid of your things with a purpose in mind, with an idea that you will not be decluttering forever and that you're looking at your life beyond decluttering. Secondly, something that I want to have become more of a discussion in the minimalism community. Um, I know a lot of people are also zero waste, but uh, I don't think that the discussion of how you let go of your things or how you get rid of your things is discussed enough. Um, I see shows like Marie Kondo's Tidying Up promoting, you know, they had uh, video footage of people just taking all of their things like clothing and fabric and just dumping it directly in their trash. Now, I understand not everybody has the best recycling system set up in their city, but put at least a little bit of thought into the things that you let go of because there, there's a massive issue with distribution in our planet. Um, I, I personally think that's a huge reason we have issues with poverty um, simply because a lot of, especially middle class, and I say this as someone who came from a middle class family, but honestly, a, a lot of people that are able to afford having things just will hoard and keep their things in shelves and in cabinets. And then, you know, these are, these are things that other people would love, you know, a dress that you haven't worn in three years. There is a girl out there or even a guy out there that is just looking for a dress just like that. And they would be wearing it every day, but instead it's sitting there catching dust in your closet and by having less of the stuff that we aren't using every day and giving it to the right people, we create a sense of value within ourselves. We're valuing the things we choose to have and we are valuable to others because we know when to give to others. And there's a wonderful feeling when you give. I always tell the story of um, the nail polish that I gave away. This was in the first, gosh, I guess three months of my decluttering. Um, for those of you that don't know, I was in the nail industry. I was in the beauty industry really, but I was in the nail industry in particular for well over five years. And, uh, anyway, during that time, at one point I decided that I had, 
gosh, 50 or more nail polishes and I wasn't going to be using them anymore. So I had put them on Craigslist and I was wanting to sell them all for $30. And then I had a woman message me and she said, you know, I'd, I'd really like to have these, but uh, my, my pension paycheck doesn't come in until the end of the month. Um, is there any way you can hold them and I'll pay you then? You know, we have a, a women's home and, you know, we want to be able to have a, a spa night for these women because they aren't able to get out because um, a lot of them are older and, you know, we'd love to be able to do that for them here and we'd love to have those nail polishes. Basically really trying to make her case for why I should hold them and that she was very adamant that she would pay for it. Now, obviously, I didn't want payment for it. I just went over there and brought everything over. And that was the first time where I had donated something with really thinking about where it was going and where my things would be valued. Um, and that was an incredible feeling. It was, it was really, really eye-opening to the idea that distribution wasn't uh, equal. I don't know how else to describe it. I know that there's probably someone who's done plenty of research on a, a better way to describe it, but when we're letting go of things, when we're getting rid of things, just throwing them in, you know, the recycling and in the trash, that works for a certain number of items, but there's a large majority of items that you could give to someone, you know, whether it's clothing or, you know, sealed hygiene products, or there's, there's so much stuff that, for example, single mothers could use and, and absolutely love, or um, pet shelters, right? Animal shelters. They often love getting old fabrics, even if they have holes in them or, you know, it's sheets or whatever. The animals need something comfortable to sit on and they have to be changing them out all the time as the animals chew them up and play with these little things. So, you know, it's taking that extra five, 10 minutes when you're going through this process and thinking, how can I benefit someone by letting go of my things? Now, I'm not saying slow your entire process down and use this as an excuse to not really declutter at all or to declutter super slowly, but I think that every part of the process of being aware of what you own and being aware of where it's going, uh, it, it's a really important part of self-development uh, for myself and, and for the people that I've worked with. I think that that's where a huge value comes in is realizing the entire life of a product from when you purchase it or receive it to when you let it go and thinking about that process of that item at all times. Thinking about what's going to be selling, what's going to be uh, able to be donated, where will I be donating this, what's going to make me feel good about letting things go. Instead, we're more, I, I want that right now and I'm not going to think about if that item is going to last me a long time, I'm not going to think about where it's going to go after. Everything is very short term and I think that a lot of the new minimalist trends and a lot of these YouTube videos that are promoting getting rid of everything, um, they're taking people at a rather vulnerable time. You know, being in quarantine is a time where we're bored. We're in our house all the time. So we start looking at things. We might think, oh, I want to have a whole new me and a whole new situation and I want to have a whole new bunch of stuff and I want to get rid of all my old stuff and fill it with a bunch of new stuff, but it's not like we're really thinking about the reflection of what this stuff means. Looking at the things that we own and understanding if we don't feel good about them, why don't we feel good about them? What is it that they represent? Are there things in your home like, I always use this example, like art supplies that you wanted to use, uh, 
but you didn't. And now that's a constant reminder that you never chased your dreams about becoming an artist or, you know, whatever, right? There's, there's plenty of examples like that where, you know, you have things that you had to do and they never got done or whatever, or uh, a closet full of items that you wanted to wear for a life that you wanted and you never chased after that life. Like you have to understand how did those items first of all, get there. What, why were you so excited to have these items in the first place? Why are you feeling like you want to let them go now? And how do you plan on pursuing your life once you've let those items go? How is your life going to improve? Um, and if you're planning on buying a bunch of new items, really think about those items before you're purchasing them. Think about where you can get them from. Think about the longevity that they're going to have in your life. Because a lot of this short-term decluttering leads to these cycles where people will get rid of a bunch of stuff, then regret it, and then say terrible things about minimalism and why minimalism is a bad idea when really they didn't do it properly to begin with. And then they go and buy all their stuff again, and then they go and get rid of all their stuff again. And um, it's not really a conscious process. It's a trendy process. It's an impulsive process. And we are in a, a, a Western culture that's very um, impulsive whether it comes to our shopping habits. Often uh, a lot of us aren't taught about the emotional intelligence that's required to not be impulsive in our emotions, for example, right? Even in our reality TV, we glorify people that are impulsive and reactive because it's dramatic and exciting. Uh, and this nature of being impulsive in any aspect is... I mean, there's, there's a sense of it where, you know, it might come from the heart, it might be exciting, and, and many impulsive feelings are harmless. They're enjoyable in the moment, and, you know, you can have fun with it. But I think that when you have a continuous cycle of impulsive uh, decisions and impulsive behaviors, you aren't really pushing towards a goal that feels like it's, it's got long-term potential that makes sense. That's got uh, something that's going to leave you with a true satisfaction that will sit with you for a long period of your life. And uh, I definitely noticed that growing up. I definitely noticed that again until I was about 20 when I discovered minimalism, that I was jumping from impulse to impulse, you know, from trend to trend, not really settling on what I wanted for my life, but settling on what I was told I was supposed to be wanting for the trend that was currently in season. And uh, in quarantine, it seems like the trend might be to get rid of all of your stuff, but not really think about why. It's just a nice feeling to have. I understand the feeling, but there's a larger feeling and a larger impact that comes with it. So if you guys have any questions about this, please feel free to email me or you can reach me at Clear Your Mindset on Instagram, on Facebook, on TikTok again. Um, you can check out my website again for Minimalist Mindset for Beginners, which will have that five questions you can ask yourself before you begin if you are wanting to do your decluttering. Um, that's going to be available at clearyourmindset.com. But anyhow, thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I'm still debating if I want to open up a Patreon for a better mic because I'm sure you've heard uh, oh, my fridge just went on, <laughs> and I'm sure you've heard the cars that are going by because I do have a very small apartment, um, so I'm hoping I can get a microphone and maybe some soundproofing equipment, but uh, I'll think about that. If I do, you can check it out on Patreon, but we'll see. Anyhow, thank you guys so much for listening. Let me know if you have any other podcast requests, and I will chat with you soon.